Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Uh, so, <laughs> um, a lot of our friends have birthdays in October, and so does my uh, family. Like, a lot of Libras <sighs> in my life. Um, yeah. Uh, happy October, everyone. Um, and I... I sent a gift um, to one of our friends, to Bernadette, and them I gave a, like, I, it was going to come too late for their actual birthday, so I, like, sent them a message being like, hey, this is arriving on Thursday, two days past your birthday, just so you know. Um, and they were cool with it. They weren't even home, so they didn't get till Friday. It was great. <laughs> uh, Adrian, our other friend, uh, his birthday is tomorrow? I don't, it's this week at some point oh <laughs> and i ordered a gift for him and i didn't think it was gonna come like right away like it gave me an estimate of like friday or thursday this week uh it arrived today as place oh so i like shot him a, a message once uh facebook messenger was back up and was like hey uh your gift should be arriving today by the way uh you know didn't pre-warn him because i really didn't expect it to come so early and i kind of forgot that i ordered it um, <laughs> and he just messaged back, oh, that was you? I, I was losing it. I mean, so I was the, uh, birthday fairy. Ah, <laughs> uh, ha, ha. the birthday fairy. Yeah. I took that quiz, my love language is gift giving, which is why I'm very pro-birthday. I just love giving stuff, uh, and giving stuff. Like, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adrian made me happy because he sent back a photo of what he used with all the stickers I usually added in my, uh, like, mail. And I was like, oh. oh yes. So, anyway. I love all your stickers. What? How about you? What's going on for you? I've just been working. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. You, you're doing, a, a like, a mar- marathon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, five days through. Three more to. No, wait. No. Six days. You know what? It doesn't matter as long as you know when you're done. Yeah, I have two more, two more days um, for my eight day streak, and uh, yeah, trying to figure out a lot of needlessly complicated stuff to go on vacation. <laughs> um, I imagine that it hasn't left a lot of time for casual reading. No. Yeah. No, not uh, not not at all. Not even fan fiction, which I usually try to find time for. Ugh. Well, no. I'll I'll keep it short then. Um, I I haven't I've haven't really read because I've been wedding planning with my sister. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fun fun. So I haven't really had time to read either. Sorry. I was at a wedding and there was three dogs. That's amazing. Um. I want 12 at my wedding. Oh, I was actually going to warn you, uh, don't ever get married. Or if you do, like, don't have a wedding because it sucks um, to plan. It's just going to be me and 12 dogs. Okay. <laughs> and whoever, and, and <laughs> if you have a partner there. <laughs> yeah, I guess they can come if they want. But I just want it's going to be me and three dog or 12 dogs in a field. I don't think dogs can serve as officiants or witnesses legally. But this is the party. You get your marriage license before. You just do the party out. I think I'm going to so your party. So after you uh, get your, do your courthouse stuff, you are going to uh, just go to a field with tell dogs and party. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's ideal. Party. I'm running around with 12 dogs. Oh my God. I was just realized um, I'm going to scam my way into staying in your guys' lives. I should become an officiant. I was gonna say, if I got married, I'm like, which one of my friends would want to officiate? I'm, and you come to mind. Okay. I feel like I'll do you it. I'll to. get it. I'll get it after this wedding, so I can spite my sister. No, she already. She her, I'm. Uh, her friends already officiating. Oh yeah, I mean like, I'm nowhere near getting married. Oh yeah. Like I'm like not even. At step one of that. Yeah. No. But, uh, you know, just, like, for the future, maybe, like, ten years or something. That's really sweet that you thought of me. Yeah. I'm like, who would I want to officiate my wedding? Aw. Renna. Aw. I'll do yours. Thanks. Well, well, no need to preamble, folks. Um, 
let's get into it. Let's get into the last episode of Moonrise. Because I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tangletongue. Oh, that's my part. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? episode 125 and you blanked on the intro the one thing yeah, that I is guess I, the uh, same i don't flubbed that uh real good i'm just surprised. i was like oh brenna's talking i'll take a sip of my drink <laughs> i was just surprised because like i don't know i know i've messed up the ending a couple times like i've misspelled our name but wow at least it wasn't your name at least you didn't like be like i'm i'm i didn't forget it i just forgot i was supposed to speak like in general <laughs> you were like you were thinking like, oh, it so my hard turn. you were like it'll it'll come out of my mouth right um yeah but we're in a bit of a we're in a bit of a pickle because we're in a bit of a pickle well we're in a pickle in two ways and in two places the pickle back at oh, home yeah. in the forest is we're dying <laughs> we're starving oh, um, yeah we're like starving we have a possible like lawful dictator on the rise like someone who's doing it without murder on the rise uh and also people Maybe, like hopefully? other cats are going missing which is like oh yeah i was like kind of concerned uh, like i was upset that um brightheart and um uh cloudtail were missing but finding out now that mistyfoot the deputy like i'm now yeah. i'm like can we go i know we don't usually traditionally do this but uh screw the full moon uh guys can we call an emergency gathering like i feel like there should be protocol for that um yeah we don't do that yet like, if something like yet anyway um i just feel like if something is like terrible enough we should like i don't know i know we don't have like metal or anything but we should have like a big old bell like a, a tree we can shake like someone goes and shakes one of the four trees um there's a chicken and we touch that chicken and it lets out a scream yeah it's it's the one chicken we let live it's actually really hard to keep the chicken alive uh it's mainly just because yeah. the elders don't understand that why we're keeping alive fowl around and they're just like kill it and end up killing it themselves because they think that our generation's lazy you know anyway mm. um but yeah, we're starving. Uh, cats are going missing. The two legs are encroaching. It's not great. Um, but that's like kind of how things have been. Um, it's been yeah, getting yeah, worse. you know. Um, yeah. Versus current, like right now, problems. Uh, with the uh, tribe of rushing water, we were like, "Hey guys, here's our plan." And they're like, "Cool, we're doing it right now." And we did. And then we're like, "Oh no, we regret." We regret that we started this. Like, not that they're, like, like they're, they're, they were ready, but not mentally. Or, like, like they're, they, they, I think they just hoped, they're, like, we don't know where Sharptooth lives, so I guess they hoped that he lived a little further away. I think of, like, okay, if someone's, like, like, if a, a monster or a, a wild animal stalking you and, like, is killing people pretty regularly, they probably don't live that far away. Yeah, I, I feel like I. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't found his lair. They've been trying for like a year. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's actually. Well, I suppose they've probably been sticking real close to their patrols. And it must not be. No, I mean the exiled ones. Oh, I assumed that they like got defeated and kind of were like. chilling. I didn't know they were actively no, searching. I think... I think they were trying. I think they have been trying. Oh. Well. Or kind of. Well. Or at least they were. And you think that'd be the first thing you'd do. Let's. I feel like they can have a little bit of leeway because, for one, they're super traumatized. Um, and two, they're cut off from all their resources. No, fair, fair, fair. It's just, you know, it's like you think they'd be able to at least smell their way. Yeah, but him. I feel like a lot of their, like, what they're doing is trying to survive and like i feel like probably uh, yeah, no, like a couple weeks pass before they're like should we try again and then that like there's probably <sighs> a whole thing and then like who even knows where they ended up 
once they got attacked. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah, I guess. Time. Boom, bam. We're here. Right. Giant cat is hopefully going to eat the poison and not us. Stormfur froze. It was too soon. Rock, bird, and talon dove for the cave walls. The tribe cats who hadn't hit already pelted down the tunnel to the cave of pointed stones, leaving Stormfur and his friends in the center of the cavern. They stare around in panic, and their moment of hesitation was a moment too long. Sharptooth bursts into the cave with a snarl. His massive head is lowered, following the trail of Talon's blood. He looks up, and he sees the hair, the hair stuffed with death berries, and swipes it aside with a massive paw. What? Okay, maybe he can smell it. I don't know. We don't, I suppose he must have a pretty good, he must have a better sense of smell than us. Crap. No, Squirrel Paw yowled. Uh oh. And Uh-oh. Sharptooth swings his head to face her. I have a bad feeling that this is going to go a sacrificial way. Brambleclaw calls for all of them to hide. He leaps towards Sharptooth, lashing out with both paws and rolling out of the lion's way. Squirrelpaw dashes in from the other side, and she springs onto his back and digs in her claws. Brambleclaw asks what in StarClan's name is she doing? Uh-oh. Sharptooth twists to dislodge her, but Squirrelpaw leaps off and fled for the boulders. Sharptooth launches himself after her, but she's too fast, and she hisses at him from beyond his reach. Squirrelpaw, say Okay. For now. For now. Stormfur follows Feathertail up to a tiny ledge tucked under the roof. Brambleclaw had gotten himself to safety just below Squirrelpaw, and he's snarling up at her, looking as furious as Sharptooth. Stormfur can't hear him, but he can guess what he's saying. <laughs> he's just cursing. He's just cursing yeah. and to himself. Why would you do that to me? What if I had to come home with, like, just your tail to your dad? Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with it. He's actually just barfing. <laughs> he's just, he was so upset. He just barf crying. For a moment, Stormfur can't find Tawny Pelt. But he sees her head poking out of a cleft halfway up the wall by the entrance. That just left Crowpaw. Oh well. R.I.P. Stormfur feels Feathertail tense. Uh oh, girl. Oh no, she no, murmurs. She's not about to. Don't do it, girl. Sharptooth is scraping at the walls directly below them. Crowpaw is trapped in a crevice on the floor. Good thing he's... It's too shallow. Oh. I was going to say, good thing he's tiny, but apparently not tiny enough. It's too shallow to shelter him. And he's pressing himself against the rock desperately to escape the vicious claws. This is the wrong time. Um, Like, this is the wrong time to have this conversation. But... I can only see, I think the only acceptable way for me to visualize, um, like, Crowpaw and Feathertail together and, like, make it perfect in my mind is that by visualizing Feathertail being the lady who tweeted that, like, tweet that went, uh, been married to my five foot four king for five years now, celebrating our anniversary while you girls are still chasing that six foot four dude who won't text you back. Like, that's... (laughs) Like, I can only see, like, I, like, I don't know why, but in my brain, I'm just seeing, like, Feathertail as, like, a tall lady, and then from behind her comes her scrawny little emo uh, husband, like, being like, I'll fight you, and they're like, wow, uh, is he that much younger than you? He's like, I'm a year younger than her, and they're like, okay, why, okay. And he's just angry and ferocious. And she's like, no, that's my boyfriend. (laughs) So. Probably not the time. Yeah. Crowpaw lets out a cry of terror. But thank you. (laughs) 
I have to defuse the situations where I can. Everything is going wrong. Yeah, pretty terribly so. Sharptooth had ignored the baited hair and went for the cats. In moments, he would have Crowpaw, and Starclan's mission would be ruined. He's kind of like... How could... My, my leopard gecko Dash, he doesn't like dead worms. Like, for a while I was yeah. like, oh, I can give him, like, freeze-dried worms. No, he likes things moving. Yeah, it's gotta be moving. He likes the challenge. Mm-hmm. He's a hunter boy. Anyway, yeah, we are about to fail and disappoint all our dead uh, family members, but, like, pfft. That's, like, usual. How could... Fo <laughs> We're always ready to disappoint our ancestors. Well, how could four clans become one if the Wind Clan cat is killed? Stormfur curses himself under his breath. There's nothing he can do because he's not the tribe's promised cat. His stupid, thoughtless pride had gotten it wrong. Well, like, like I said before, uh, being the chosen one didn't like promise you or guarantee you a well, like a flaming sword, which would be like super useful right now. Not that you could handle yeah. a sword, but you and could... thumbs to use it. Well, he could grasp the handle, the hilt in his mouth, and just kind of run. That I, I yeah, that'd probably. Be... If I saw that, I'd be freaked out. Also, once again, yeah. guys, we're all just cowering in a corner. I know that he's not weak at all, but if fifty of you just jump on him right now, that like yes, quite a few of you will die, but you will also probably die. Yeah. Well. Well, we're just gonna watch, I guess. I guess. Crowpaw, Feathertail whispers beside him. She turns to Stormfur and gives him a look. A long look. Her glowing eyes filled with love and sorrow. What are you- what are you doing? She tells him that she can hear the voices clearly now. This is for me to do. Uh, wait. Stormfur feels- Feather, Feathertail said that to Stormfur or Crowpaw? To Stormfur. She's saying, this is for me to do? Girl, yes. you're not silver. She... What are you doing? She is silver. Oh no, I forgot. She is silver. Her brother isn't. She is. Yeah, once again, why, I don't know, sexism? Maybe. I swear to God, if Stormfur? she's about to die and we only got, like, one chapter of her POV, I'm gonna riot. Stormfur feels her muscles bunch beside him, and she leaps. Uh! Not down. Uh! But up. Uh -huh. She digs her claws into one of the narrow tails <gasps> of stone dripping from the cave roof. Oh my god, that's so smart! Yeah. No, Stormfur... Yo, let me try not to that storm again. fork <laughs> no stormfur yowls the rock breaks under feathertail's weight with a terrifying wail she plummeted okay, down I'm sorry. straight at sharp tooth <laughs> sorry it's not funny what it's very funny though the whale thing no, the whale no, thing no it's envisioning a a a, a cat Clinging onto a stalactite, stalagmite, I don't know which one, as it goes stalactite. A cat batting at a stalactite and then clinging onto it as she like forces it down like a giant wine stopper onto the head and body of a of a mountain lion. Like, yeah, super cool, so tough, such a a, a, a cool, amazing, like, technique idea. Uh is the most hilarious visual. Like, I can't imagine drawing this or visually interpreting this in a way that isn't just, like, hilarious. Really? I'll show you the animation. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to be convinced that it's actually, like, an intense and crazy scene and not just, like, the most funny. Oh my God. I'm sorry. But once again. No, you're not. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> Sharptooth looks up. His growl changes to a scream as the spike of rock plunged into Whoa! him. Whoa! He fell writhing to the ground. Well, that's good. 
he's dead and and Feathertail's awesome because she did it. Feathertail landed on the cave floor beside Oh, him. no, that's not. Okay, I was aiming, I was hoping her body would land, like, on Sharptooth, which wouldn't be ideal in any other situation, but, like, a softer landing than the ground. But that's okay. She probably just broke a couple ribs. They're gonna have to, it's gonna delay them a bit, but this is fine. Stormfur hurls himself down the wall to his sister's side. Feathertail lays motionless. And she's, no, and then, and then, and then she opens her eyes, and she gets up, and she shakes it off. She's like, ooh, owie, definitely broke my leg, guys. Sorry to be the second cat sister to have a leg injury. Sharptooth is twitching, but gives one last massive shudder and dies. And then Feathertail gets up. Feathertail? Stormfur whispers. Crowpaw crept out beside him. Feathertail? The apprentice asked desperately. Feathertail, are you okay? Feathertail doesn't move. The other clan cats had gathered around him. Tribe cats were creeping out of their hiding places. Stormfur sees the faint rise and fall of his sister's chest as she breathed. Okay. Okay. Medicine? She'll be fine. Yep. He says. Stone teller, get over here. Cracking. I don't know, like, what, bring, like, whatever. I, I don't think you have anything in for internal bleeding. She's got to be. She has a prophecy to fulfill. Yeah, she was the chosen one for Star Clan. This, and they. And also a different clan? I guess. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, that kind of is. I, I, and let's not, like, devalue the coolness of what she just did, but I just feel like maybe if uh, Tribe Rushing Water, like, recognized her as the chosen one, maybe we could have come up with a better solution earlier. It probably still would have been the same solution. Ah! Ah! We expected that to work. We expected the rabbit thing to work. Yeah, we did. Crowpaw creeps up to her and touches his nose to Feathertail's fur. He breathes in her scent and starts licking her pelt. Wake up, Feathertail, he begged. Please wake up. Still no response. Stormfur smells an achingly familiar scent. Silverstream? Oh god, mom's here to pick you up from school, but it's actually life. Oh, you don't you don't feel good, so mom came to pick you up. Through the sheet of water, he thinks he sees a silver cat. She's nothing but the faintest sliver of light, but her grief-filled voice sounds clearly in his head. Oh, feather tail. Crowpaw gasps. Feathertail's eyes are wide open. Stormfur trembles as he speaks her name. She rises her head and blinks. You'll have to go home without me, brother, she murmurs. Save the clan. She turns her gaze to Crowpaw. Stormfur sees in her eyes a lifetime of love for the difficult young apprentice. Enough love to sweep the clan's rivalry away forever. Think you have nine lives, do you? She whispered to him. I saved you once. Don't make me save you again. Feathertail. Feathertail, no! Crowpot chokes. Don't leave me! I won't, she says, her voice barely a whisper. I'll always be with you. I promise. Then her eyes closed, and she didn't speak again. Crowpaw throws his head back and wails. Stormfur crouches beside his sister, head down, frozen with grief. Squirrelpaws huddle close to Brambleclaw. She can't be dead, she can't be. Brambleclaw licks her ear. Tawnypelt is next to them, staring at Feathertail with misery. Whispers broke out around them from the tribe. And the 
yowl of jubilation broke out deeper and deeper. Okay. Not. Not the time. Sharptooth is dead. We are free. Stormfur flinched. The price had been too high. Yeah. Who said that? Step forward. Because what the heck, dude? I mean, to be fair, it was farther back in the cave. So maybe it was someone who telephoned and just heard, you know. Yeah, how do they know he's dead, but they didn't just see what happened, though? A lot of them ran into the other cave. Okay. Still, read the room. Like... Yeah. Uh, you never want to be the first person to clap, you know? Because what if, what if it was bad? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Stormfur looks to the waterfall again, where the faint silver cat stood. Her voice comes to him through the roar of the waterfall. My dear son, try not to grieve too long, she tells him. Feathertail will hunt with Starclay now. She'll take care of her. We took care of her, Stormfur says bitterly. But he's wrong. They had failed. If they hadn't, Feathertail wouldn't be lying there dead, silver fur glowing in the moonlight. She came, Brooke whispered. The silver cat came. No, Stormfur growled. Yeah, guys. I brought her. Crowpaw turns his terribly bleak eyes on them. He says it's his fault. If he had refused to come, she would have stayed with him. No, Stormfur murmurs. He reaches out a paw, but Crowpaw just bows his head. Aww. A gentle voice says his name. Brooke has drawn close. Brooke. Stone Teller behind her. She shyly touches her nose to Stormfur's muzzle. I'm sorry, she whispers. Okay. I'm so sorry. Stone Teller says the tribe of Endless Hunting has spoken truly. A silver cat has saved them all. But it wasn't me, Stormfur thought. And he wishes it had been. He turns away from Crowpaw, his nose buried into Feathertail's fur, and he looks to the sheet of falling water. Just for a heartbeat, he thinks he sees two silver cats, shimmering side by side, watching over the shattered remnants of the questing clan cats. Stormfur blinked, and they were gone. Yeah. Y yikes. Once again, uh, Star Clan, uh, heads up. Like I, you said, it wouldn't be easy, but you didn't like. I don't know. I don't know if uh, they uh, they talk though. Do Star does Star Clan talk with a tribe of endless hunting? Like if they both get different prophecies, I guess what are you gonna do? Yeah, I guess. But like, it's weird that their prophecies would. If if they, I mean, I don't think they do talk since they must exhibit like or uh, uh, in, in they live in like equ yeah. equidistance of the real world apart in the afterlife. Like they probably aren't making that trip off trip often. So I guess that kind of also makes it make sense that a technically a prophecy for a different clan could apply. Yeah, because I guess that's Feathertail wouldn't have been there yours. if she hadn't been a part of this prophecy. So that's what brought her there. Yeah. But also, Midnight said they had to go to the mountains. It's weird that this is, like, the first time this happened. Just saying. Yeah, Midnight, what? Is this your fault, Midnight? Also, why are you making it harder for us uh, for our, us to actually achieve our mission? I thought you were- Anyway. Anyway. anyway you were the anyway. cat fact? Um. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So, 
step into my it's it's not a real office it's like a cardboard box um uh welcome to the cat fact it's once again about cat diseases and disorders um so this new cat fact segment we're gonna be talking about cat disorders and diseases i won't be getting very detailed into medical stuff but it will be content in uh included so be aware and skip forward like 10 minutes if that's something that icks you out um that being said i'm not a vet and i'm not a doctor um so none of this is medical advice for you or your animal i've done my best to research everything but uh you know if any of this seems like oh this seems like my animal has this like go to a vet um and also it's really amazing when folks can take in disabled animals um but it's not uh possible for everyone uh but if you are looking to adopt and you may have the time and money uh and energy maybe look into adopting a disabled animal not all of them like cost extra you know it's something you look into uh because they deserve an equal chance at being adopted too so today we're going to be talking about radial hypoplasia never heard of it so okay okay you will. <laughs> so, radial hypoplasia is when a cat's front legs are not fully developed. So, they're basically shorter than needed. Oh, I've seen um, them. Yeah. You've probably seen a Yes, you've probably seen a cat with this disorder because it's semi uh it's like not super common, but it is common, um, especially on social media. Um so sometimes the radial bones which refer to like the front bones, yeah. we we have a radius, but you know, you know what that is um may twist or just be too short um related conditions like foreleg micromelia which means just small forelegs or radial aplasia which means the bone is totally missing like the radius bone just isn't there um and radial agnesis which means the bone fails to form um have similar appearances um it is actually related to polydactyl cats, which we've talked about before. Um, so often cats who have radial hypoplasia may Aww. have extra fingers. Um, uh, and, and sometimes they might not have a paws at all, but those are more common yeah. than like the ones where the bone doesn't form um, or is missing. Um, their hind legs are usually regular length. Um, so they will usually like sit up with... Um, uh, as described in um, one of the sources I had, they'll yeah. usually sit on their rump. So, and kind yeah. of, like, look like the lucky cat, you know? It almost makes me think the way that most uh, cats with radial hypoplasia look, um, it almost looks exactly like the lucky cat. I'm always like, hey, huh. is that maybe inspired by a cat with this disorder? I don't know. <laughs> it's just a theory. I can't prove it. Um, you know, cat yeah. cats without this disorder also sit like that, so... Um, the opposite setup, where the shorter uh, legs are the back legs, um, yeah. and the front legs are, are normal, that's uh, pretty rare. They're, um, it's referred to as femoral hypoplasia. Uh, it was It's only been recorded in three cats, according oh, to my sources. Interesting. So, uh, don't know why the other one is more common, but... Yeah. Mm-mm. So, how was it spread? Uh, it is genetic. Um so there's no way for an animal to catch it mm-hmm. um, unless, of course, they have an accident and something happens, you know, when they're, uh, d- uh, yeah. you know, d- disabled that way. Um, uh, but usually a cat is a recessive gene. Um, and there was a breeder in the 1990s who got a lot of flack. I don't know if they got in trouble um, because they were intentionally breeding this condition. Ooh, um, and in my research, I didn't see if there were like, um, you know, sometimes with developmental disorders or issues, there's, like, additional symptoms that come with. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that, uh, but I don't think it's uh, good or humane to intentionally breed a cat to have a genetic disorder because you don't know what that might also affect the quality of life. Yeah, no, um, I, I agree. It's like... Speaking... Uh, yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, though... Most cats with radial hypoplasia have a very good quality of life. Um, they they like don't know that they're not like a way a regular cat should be, yeah. and they usually uh, adapt very easily. Um, 
I, I it was kind of hard to find information about this condition. I only found like one or two sources from like accredited places. Um, so I didn't get like a perfect example of um, how long they live or if there's anything that's like comorbid about their condition. Mm-hmm. But from everything I did see, um, they seem to do very well. They just kind of have to adapt to their envi- environment. Um, they mainly just need adjustments for where they live. Uh, usually the only kind of like danger time is when they're born with this uh, because kneading is mm. needed for a kitten and a mother. They most likely will need to be bottle fed because uh, having the shorter legs, especially if there's other kittens, it might be hard for them to knead and stimulate the milk from the mother. Yeah. Um, uh, they usually, uh, will sit up, like I said, on their rump and, uh, adjust their gait, uh, mm-hmm. as they kind of get older. So they'll usually crawl, climb, uh, and they can run and walk, but a lot of them also hop. Oh. Um, uh, for care and precautions, um, always keep them inside. They usually uh, are not like as able to defend themselves and they can't move the same way so if they're in a place near cars they won't be able to move and run as fast yeah away from those dangers Please keep your cats um, inside. yes uh if you have a cat who has this condition usually the main adjustments are adjusted litter boxes they'll need to be like mm-hmm. shorter lower mm-hmm. to the ground ramps and other accessible accessibility adjustments um and usually it's preferred that they have like a rugged place so they have more of traction. Ah. But you do have to watch out you have to do a watch out for rug burn. Um, because oh. as they adjust the way that they move, you know, they don't have um paw pads. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll so you have to watch out if they get any scrapes or cuts or rug burn on like the different parts of like their elbows or their arms where they're compensating. Trying to get um, a little kitty fat. Yeah, they cut Yeah. So usually um they may need a specialist to take a look at them and make sure that they're okay. They may have to go to the vet more often, but usually their uh, quality of life is perfectly fine. Yay. Um, cures. There are no cures right now other than um, not intentionally breeding cats with this condition. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do that. There are some experimental surgeries that have been performed on more severe cases um, where it, their lives, ha- their quality of life has been impacted mm-hmm. um, and it has been successful. Um, but most of the time they are able to live very long and happy lives and being born with this condition um, is no reason for them not to. Uh, to end this segment, I do have an example Um the reason I started researching this is because there's a cat on TikTok. Um, his name is Toad the T-Rex. Um, and he uh, has a brother called Ivar. And Ivar is actually blind. And then oh. the owner also has a cat whose uh, name is Alice, who's just a Maine Coon. Nothing, okay. nothing going on with her. Um, but I will uh, uh, link the video of uh, the TikTok in our description but they're very cute and very funny um but rather than ending with that example just because it's just like a tiktok that uh made me laugh uh <laughs> maureen we're gonna play we're gonna play a game oh 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 yay uh and it's it's called um is is this really the name is this name real okay because Cats with radial hypoplasia are not usually called cats with radial hypoplasia. Um, they have multiple nicknames. Oh. Um, that people call them. So I'm gonna give you, uh, what this cat, what they, these cats are called, and you are gonna tell me if you think that is real, like a real example mm-hmm. or not. Okay. You ready? Yep. Okay. Kangaroo cat. Real. Real. Yes, that's correct. A twisty cat. Real. Yes, that one is also real. And finally, last one. Squittin. I'm gonna say fake. No, squittin is actually the most common one. You didn't put any fake ones in? No, because, uh, for real, like, there's just so many crazy names. Squittin' is a combination of, a uh, squirrel and kitten. Oh, wow. That's... It's a portmanteau. So, is that what Squirrel Paw is? She's a squittin'? 
literally the source I got a lot of my information was the Squitten Wikipedia page. I'm so sorry. Because Squittens can refer to um, any cat with basically a, a deformation in their front paws, because usually they will look like a squirrel rather than a cat, because they'll be squittin'. up on their... A squitten. That's yeah. what I'm calling the squirrel um, for now on. The squitten. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, kangaroo cat is something. Twisty cat, I think, is more common in the UK. Um, but twisty cat is a type, so. Wonderful. That Thank you, Brenna. Cat fact. Yeah, squittens. Learn all about them. Anyway, um, I don't really want to get back to it, but I guess we don't really have a choice, do we? Nope. God. Okay. No, help them! A wail of sorrow and fear broke from Leafpaw. It woke her up. She was in her nest. Oh, from one nightmare to another, but both of these are real life. The rumble of monsters from her nightmare had reached the camp in the waking world. Uh-oh. In her dream, she had been standing by the Thunderpath. She watched the monsters as they roared through the forest, crushing cats. Blood ran like a river across the forest floor. Ugh, another river of blood moment. Runs in the family. Always love, love when we get one of those. Spotted Leaf had stood beside her. Save them, Leafpaw begged her. Please, why won't you save them? Yeah, why do you only save me and my family? She's Spotted... Spotted Leaf. Spotted Leaf's eyes rested sadly on Leafpaw's dying friends. <laughs> she says there's nothing more StarClan can do to help. She's uh -huh. so sorry. Your guys' powers suck because they really just seem arbitrary. You just really pick and choose who you want to save. Like, oh yeah, no, we can't let Leafpaw drown, but screw up. Like, Feathertail? I'm pretty sure there's an ancestor of Feathertails or some weird... I don't know. Someone probably had a crush on Silverstream. Yeah. Like, there's probably a, someone she was in gorgeous. life. Yeah, there was probably someone up there who, like, wanted Feathertail. They could have put their ghost body and broke her fall. They're like... I don't know. We could have made... We could have made a stairway of cats. We could have escalated her down. You know? People are this like, wait, I can do that? If I like them, I can just go and, like, date them in their dreams. <laughs> yeah, is this is this something that, like, uh, like it, it actually kind of makes sense. Like, it sucks for her character. I hate that her character has become this. But it kind of makes sense that uh, everyone's like, oh, well, I'm in Star Clan. I guess this is my life now. I'll stop messing around with uh, people who are alive. And then, and then Miss, uh, I don't know what I was going to call her. Um, Sweet Pea? That's not her name. Nope. Uh, Miss Spotted Leaf is like, uh, yeah, my life was done. And then the writer's like, no, it's not. Resurrecting you to be creepy, obsessive lady. Um, and she's like, okay, I guess this is my role now. And then she shows up and is like, yeah, no, I, I figured out you can just, like, go and- You can just go uh, date people in their dreams. And they're like, no, we've never done that. We just send them, like, ominous messages in, like, the sky. Like, we move the clouds. What are you doing? Like, one, how did you figure out this? And two, why? We didn't, like, we didn't think we had to make rules in Star Clan to not do this, but apparently now we do. Yep. Yeah, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should have some laws. Just like, saying. that's really silly. It's very we... silly. It's very silly. It's pretty silly. Anyways, dying friends. Right, Sarkland can't help. She's sorry, then she fades away, and Leafpaw wakes up. Thanks. Thanks for literally nothing. Maybe that was just a nightmare, and not... No, it was pretty literal, because, like, Feathertail just died, and though no, that wasn't Leafpaw's friend, but it was her sister's friend, and apparently we share, I don't know, a conscious emotional baseline. Cinderpelt isn't in her den, and Leafpaw hopes another tragedy hasn't whisked her away. Leafpaw wants to whimper like a kit, but she holds it in. She needs to help her clan while she has the strength. Cinderpelt enters the den, her tail drooping. 
She tries to brighten up when she sees Leafpaw. Oh, and hey. Leafpaw <laughs> braces herself. Cinderpelt says she saw Frostfur, and she actually seems better. She doesn't have Greek cough. That's good, Leafpaw says. Yeah, what's the catch? Well, Leafpaw can't help but add, it's hunger, not green cough, that will be their enemy, this leaf bear. Thanks, girl. <coughs> Keeping it real. Cinderpelt says true, and with warriors going missing, there won't be anyone to catch anything, even if they could Someone... find prey. Who else is missing? Well, I mean, two, but... Oh, right. I, I thought more people were. No, not yet. Well, and Misty. Oh, right. But they don't they don't really care yet about that. Leafpaw leaves, leaves the den to find camp almost looking normal. Sandstorm and Rainwhisker had just returned with fresh kills. Spiderpaw and Shrewpaw were sunning themselves outside the apprentice den. <laughs> and Dustpelt and Ferncloud were sharing tongues outside of the nursery. Firestar and Brackenfur are talking at the base of the high rock. But then Leafpaw realizes... It's so weird watching Firestar not getting yelled at. <laughs> but then Leafpaw realizes what she's actually seeing. Firestar and Brackenfur are worried. The apprentices lay still instead of playing as they used to. The fresh kill pile that her mother and Rainwhisker dropped their catch in was painfully small. Dustpelt pushes a mouse towards Ferncloud, who was little more than a skeleton, every bone visible beneath her dull fur. And Dustpelt tells her that she has to eat. Hollykit and Birchkit still need her. <laughs> the reek of monsters hangs over the clearing. Leafpaw heads towards her father and Brackenfur. They're talking about hunting. An anguished cry interrupts them. Graystripe and Mousefur are stumbling into camp. Graystripe Heart. looks anxious while Mousefur is limping on three legs. What? Firestar bounds over to them and demands to know what happened. Mousefur is in too much pain to answer. Two legs, Graystripe spat. They went too close what? to the monsters and a two-leg grabbed her. Firestar stares in astonishment. I mean, I mean, I mean, same, but, uh, you shouldn't grab a cat hard enough to hurt him. Yeah. Well, Leafpaw brings Mousefur to see Cinderpelt. Graystripe and Firestar followed. Graystripe is telling Firestar that the two legs usually stay in their monsters, but today they were swarming all over. Firestar said that's mouse brain. The two legs have always ignored them. Hmm. Not anymore, Graystripe says. Mousefur gasps that she gave them a few scratches to remember her by. Good. Cinderpelt inspects Mossfur's... Mossfur. Well, but have you ever, like, I, even if I have to pick up my cat, like, she does some twisty right. shit. Stuff. She does some twisty stuff. Yeah, but, like, usually we would let them go and not try to hold them. Oh, yeah, it seems no, like she for got sure, held for sure. Or no, I, I know, I know. Like, yeah, cats will fight off if they don't want to be held. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, these guys, maybe they were just trying to pick her up and rescue her. Because they're like, why are there so many cats in these woods? There are so many we're stray cats. To... They're so skinny and dying. Yeah, we're trying to develop a, um, <laughs> a, a suburb here. And a cul-de-sac, and I keep finding, like, dead cats. We're trying to, we're trying to, right, they're just digging probably up cat we're, skeletons. Probably because we're poisoning. They're probably picking up a lot of dead skeletons. Oh my cat god, are there you are generations me? of cat skeletons in there. There's probably, they're probably, like, guys, we, hundreds. We haunted. I don't think we want to build the cul-de-sac here anymore. But it's, it's too late. They already got the grant from the city, so they have to. Um... They're trying to start up a TNR program. It's it's too late, though. Cinderpelt... They're just trying to like, grab one whenever they see one. Cinderpelt inspects Mousefur's leg and says to cheer up. It's just dislocated. 
leaf paw grabs oh, her. Ow, some... that still hurts, though. Yeah, but she's not going to be maimed for life. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it. painful, but an easy fix. Right. Leaf Paul grabs her some poppy seeds, and they wait for them to take effect. Firestar says he needs to forbid cats to go anywhere near two legs. Graystripe says they aren't finished yet. Star Clan won't let them be destroyed. Firestar uh-huh. shakes his head and heads back out. Graystripe <laughs> and, uh, and and then meanwhile, Leaf Paul's like, "I had a dream that would Star Clan is gonna let it." Happen. She's like, uh, they're letting I'm not really sure. That's true. Leafpaw holds Mousefur down while Cinderpelt braces her leg. Cinderpelt Owie. pulls, and Leafpaw hears a sharp click, and Mousefur lets ooh. out a furious yowl. Ah, gross. I know it's, like, better, but oh. Mousefur is able to stand, d- despite her exhaustion. So Cinderpelt sends her to get some sleep. Cinderpelt Tells Leafpaw that she can go hunt if she'd like. Leafpaw says she's not hunting. She's gonna find out what's happened to their missing cats. If Mousefur- I guess, I mean, sure, why not? Live your dreams. If Mousefur hadn't struggled free, they may not have seen her again. That must have been what happened to Cloudtail and Brightheart. Oh yeah, thing you guessed last time. This is the first clue they've had about the disappearances. They need to find the truth. Cinderpelt tells her to be careful and find another cat to go with her. I like how she's not going to stop her. She's like, you know what? I've, I know Firestar. Uh, I've known him actually for years now. Uh, and I've known you now for a while. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Well, she tells Leafpaw that she's a brave cat and to remember that the clan can't afford to lose her. Once again, this is why Yellowfang would have been such a better dead mentor. Yeah. Less bullcrap. Suits, suits it better, yeah. Well, Leafpaw decides. Leafpaw, like, goes out in the clearing and she decides that she's gonna tell Firestar everything about the journey in Cats. And also about right. Hot Frost. She's just Might super, well. super sick of secrets. Oh god, that means that we're about to have... Like, I don't know, a paver just run right through, well, <laughs> like, all of camp's about to be destroyed because she's finally decided she's going to do that. No. She's going to go find the missing cats first. She's going to oh. do that first. Oh, okay. I, gu- I guess it would take some time to explain everything to Dad, and yeah. she did seem pretty determined. Okay, alright. Like, uh, we're, we're doing this. She finds Sorreltail and tells her she wants her to come with. Sorreltail brightens. Yeah! It's better than girlfriend. lying around camp all day. Girlfriend trip. Girlfriend trip. Let's go grab, let's swing by and grab Mothwing. They got a missing cat. Yeah, let's go get Mothwing. Yeah, why not, guys? Let's go get <laughs> Mothwing. Come on, girls. This could be a thruple. This could be a great thruple. They follow. This is a, it's canon to me. Yeah. No, that's can't okay. tell me. I, I have never read the book, so you guys can't tell me I'm wrong. And I won't. Exactly. They follow Graystripe and Mousefur's scents back towards where the monsters had torn the forest apart. It had just been yesterday that she and Sorreltail had seen the tree be uprooted. And Leafpaw is still astonished at how much more destruction the two legs had caused in such a short time. Monsters swarmed everywhere. There were two leg nests around two. Small, wooden ones. Leafpaw and Sorreltail crouched by one to look at the two legs. Sorreltail is shaking. Fear scent came off her in waves. Leafpaw was just as scared. But they couldn't go back now. They had to find out what happened to Cloudtail and Brightheart. Man, this is going to be the second time Cloudtail's been kidnapped. Right? He's probably like, ah, jeez, not again. Aw, beans. I mean, this time he actively wasn't trying to be. Yeah, the other time he kind of got himself in a pickle. Yeah. But it was his wrong actions. Yeah. This time it was, like, totally not intentional. Leafpaw sees something underneath one of the few trees left. It was like a miniature two-leg den made of wood and open 
on one end. Leaf paw wants to <gasps> look. No, it's a trap! I know exactly what it is! Don't go in it! When she got closer, she smelled food. There's gonna be a raccoon in there! <laughs> Not fresh kill, but her mouth watered and it took all her self-control not to dash forward and wolf it down. Oh, God. Two legs had put it there, and that meant danger. Yeah, that this makes sense. Outside the tiny den, Leafpaw picked up a familiar scent. Mistyfoot! She must have been here. The den is empty except for a white bowl of food. But Mistyfoot isn't there now. Leafpaw crept into the little den. The bowl held brown pellets. They smelled like food and two legs. Is this kitty pet food? Kitty pets ate it all the time without being harmed. Oh god. Leafpaw takes a mouthful, shivering as it slid into her empty belly. Could she carry Gross. some back for Frostfur? Oh, so sweet of her. She's she's about to be kidnapped, but it's nice of her. Leaf Wait, paw. Where's... What? Sorrel tail. Sorrel tail behind us. Yeah. Leaf paw, get out! A deafening chorus of voices is sounding in Leaf paw's ears. Sorrel tails was there, also voices she didn't recognize. Loudest of all was spotted leaf i can't believe why does sorrel why i mean leaf pop talks to the dead huh like yeah. she i guess it's pretty much confirmed she chokes on the pellets and spins around sorrel tail stares in horror the open end of the den slams shut leaving uh -oh. leaf paw in darkness Ruh bro, you got kidnapped. You got kidnapped. Whoops. You ready for an epilogue? <laughs> that was the ending. Oh yeah, that was the ending. Womp womp, we're trapped right Gotta love it, gotta love it. Yes, <laughs> of course. Squirrel Paw is trapped in a small dark space, being rocked violently from side to side. Her head is spinning. Her claws are scraping on something smooth and solid. She lets out a terrified yowl. Leaf paw! She opens her eyes and finds herself in a shallow dip in the ground. Tawny Pelt drops a plump bowl and tells her that she, all this yowling will scare the prey. Squirrel Paw tells her it was nothing. It was just a dream. The five clan cats had left the mountains the last night, and were traveling across open moorland now. The sun was rising, showing them the way home. Squirrelpaw gives her chest a few licks to hide how shaken she was. Squirrelpaw gives her chest a few licks to hide how shaken she was. Her sister is in terrible danger. Tawny Pelt asks if it was a sign from Starclan. Squirrelpaw says no, and she describes a little bit of it. Tawny Pelt awkwardly steps forward and presses her muzzle to Squirrelpaw's side. Like, oh. I'm not good at comfort, but here's my I don't my nose. know how to hug. <laughs> here's the best you're getting. She says that they've all had bad dreams ever since Feathertail. The tribe cats had helped them bury her by the pool where the waterfall fell. Stone Teller said Feathertail will have a place of honor here. They will keep her memory alive as long as the tribe survives. And it had only been a very small comfort for the traveling cats. Crowpaw was shattered by grief. He spent the whole and next day crouched by her grave. So was her brother. <laughs> Stormfur had kept vigil with him, okay. racked by guilt that he hadn't done enough to save her, and that he had never imagined that she could have been the prophesied silver cat. Even though she was the only silver one here. Yeah, I don't know. I get, it just, like, the, 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 the cats of the tribe were so convinced, it just we kind of assumed. 
No, they say that, like, Feathertail was, like, in the pool, you know, when they found them. So, like, her fur was dark when she got up. That's dumb. Even though Stormfur's was, like, always dark, I guess they just, like, saw Stormfur first and they're like, oh, gray, close enough, it's you. Yeah, I think that was it. Well, Brambleclaw had eventually had to order them inside to rest. The tribe cats had led them the next day part of the way through the mountains. They had soon come to easier ground to travel with more prey, but they felt no hope or relief that they'd be home soon. Their hearts had stayed with Feathertail in the land of rock and water. None of the clan cats really felt like eating, but they forced themselves to anyways. Once or twice, Stormfur catches himself looking around to ask Feathertail something, before he remembered that he'd never speak to her again. They traveled that day and the next. Their paws were cracked and bleeding. After all they had been through, they were numb to the everyday pain. The sun is going down again as they come to the top of a rise. The shadows are long and thick ahead of them, pointing to a hill with a jagged crest. It seemed to smolder in the rays of the setting sun. Look! Ponypal's voice was an exhausted croak. For a few heartbeats, no cat spoke. High stones! Squirrelpaw exclaimed. We're almost home! That's the end of Moonrise, baby! Oh man, they are, they are like, oh jeez, we should have... Yeah, they're about to regret real hard how long they were on that side quest. <sighs> oh yeah, well it was a good thing that they've been eating. Apparently very nice prey. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> and I like they're they're coming home without even they're not, they're coming home without a solution. It's just they're literally hey, coming. We gotta go. Yeah, they're literally coming home and being like, guys, the two legs are going to. Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, seems the, like they've mostly already done it now, haven't they? They're like, guys, two legs are going to destroy the place, and everyone and their mom is like, yeah, yeah, we know. Also, I think it's crazy that none of the leaders have decided to just get up and move. Like, I know they're pretty stuck in their way, but pretty wild. Like, hey, Windclan, your rabbits are killing you. Yeah, I know know we haven't seen Shadowclan and Windclan, and it makes sense Riverclan hasn't left, like, yowza. Yeah, we know know Windclan's doing really bad. We don't really know what's up with Shadowclan too much. Ugh. Anywho. We saw signs of two legs in their territory, but, like, just the markers, so. Yeah. Anything could be happening. Well, folks, if you want to stay in contact with us in between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We are WCWITCast on both platforms. And if you want to contact us a different way, you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to help out the podcast, the best way you can do that is recommend it to a friend. Be like, hey, listen to this. It's really depressing. But we get back home. We're going to um, be home. Minus one. We're going to be home. Yeah, most of us are going to be home. Yeah. Yikes. Kind of a, this has been a really bummer episode. So if you made it yeah. through Gold Star to you, Gold good, Star. good job, guys. Maybe the next one will be better. Maybe the next book will be better. I don't have, like, the highest hope, but I'm wondering how many more people we can kill off until we, like, just- all the clans are dead. Like, is this actually just, like, we're all just dying slowly? (laughs) How many more people do you think we can kill off? Probably, like, most. Like, give me a number. Let's wager a number. Oh, jeez. Well, I don't know what number we're starting with. Um... Yeah, count all the clan cats quick. Well, how about how about just do, um, we could just do Thunder Clan cats. Uh, okay, I I'm gonna say there's gonna be like uh, at least four more dying, four if more not dying. in the next. In yeah, the next if not book. in the next. By the end of the series. Oh, by the end of the series, you're saying four by the end of the series. Yeah, in the next two books. 
Okay, now you're saying the next two books? How many are left in this Four. Arc? This is book two, my dude. Oh! Jeez! There's okay, six in every um, one. Bro, there at least six. Six. Six cats. total? Okay, six total. Six more. Six more. Six more. Yeah. All right, one second. Let me write that down. Thanks. As if we don't have this. As if recording. we count. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Um, fingers crossed less people died next episode. Fingers crossed, although Brennan says, oh yeah, next episode, hopefully. Although for the rest, buckle up. Brenna says six. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Thank you.